<laughs> Baby, how do you start a show? <laughs> this is an explicit podcast. You must be 18 years or older to listen. I'm Angie. I'm Jay. <laughs> We're the Average Swingers. Do we put that in there every time? I want somebody to go back and count how many times <laughs> you've asked that question. And no, we don't do it every time. Because sometimes we forget to record the beginnings. Oh. Isn't that true? Yeah. By the way, this is the first time you remembered this many in a row. That? Of course, it's within five seconds of each other. So and I'm sober. It's true. Mm-hmm. There's three more occasions. I can promise you all the websites y'all deal with, I'm the only one that works 24-7. We don't deal with websites. Not much. Well, with post a party, it's about it. About it. I, well, I only mess with Instagram and Facebook. All right. Get on the corner or scoop closer. We're on the bed. Everybody's, Explain everybody's what we're doing before we start. It's we're just going to talk to you and ask We've you guys some questions. We started when we walked in. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> First off, introduce your guys' self. Um, your guys' self? Well, there's two of you guys. Yourself. <laughs> introduce yourselves. There you go. <laughs> introduce yourselves. Uh, well, we don't need last names. Just, yeah, Richard. No, we don't need last names. Nobody's gonna, <laughs> nobody's gonna be googling you. <laughs> hey guys, I am Richard. I work for Cassidy.com as the director of club relations, which basically means I manage all of the clubs, party promoters, national events, advertising, and promotions for the Cassidy website. I also own a swingers club in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, known as Hub City Select. It's basically a mini hedonism so bed and breakfast full weekend great time and I also host hotel takeovers with our brand called couples escape we do excursions and full weekend takeovers and bar takeovers this is my partner Bobby and I also own Southside Swingers which is a company that does hotel takeovers out of Atlanta Georgia and then co-owned Couples Escape with Richard, and also do graphic design for Cassidy.com. Awesome. Cool. Now, um, you got. Now I understand why he, he had the uh, meet and greets, this Southern Swingers thing, and then Couples Escape. Sorry. This is Epiphany. It's another, another tangent. <laughs> Basically, our <laughs> Couples Escape brand. That's the newest is one. Is the newest one, and okay. it is for hotel takeovers. But as just a separate entity umbrella, within couples, within couples escape, we are doing the meet and greets. We didn't want to tie the meet and greet straight into the couples escape because based on where you posted a website or whatever, it really runs together. Because we do a lot of meet and greets, we're doing two mm -hmm. to three a month. So if we throw that in there, it just gets confusing to the guest when they're going in looking for a resort takeover or a hotel takeover so we just kind of separated it out to make okay. it a little easier also geographically way. because our hotel takeovers are all over the southeast all the way from florida to tennessee and north carolina and west louisiana okay the meet and greets are going to be a little bit more localized to the gulf coast region okay you know southern mississippi louisiana alabama okay. and the florida panhandle okay so it made sense to Put a little bit of separation there just because that's why it's the 
sexy southern Gulf Coast meet and greets. We don't mm -hmm. want to, you know, have people mixing up the two brands and people from Tennessee saying, well, you know, this doesn't really involve us. Right. <laughs> yeah. But they're still going to be going to our parties there. Right. So what made you guys decide to, well, I guess I should ask you, how did you start doing the hotel takeovers? I mean, what made you decide to do hotel? It was completely an accident. <laughs> and, you know, I've kind of heard of that a lot. People start something and it's totally by accident. They just run with it. Being from Atlanta, Atlanta's kind of like a tale of two cities because it takes, you know, it's 40 miles from the south to the north side of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. But that could take four hours. Right. With Atlanta traffic. And... My wife and I, we just really got tired of having to drive four hours, get a hotel, get a car, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, this isn't a, a cheap hobby. No. Um, so we were kind of sitting on the porch talking one day. It's like, you know, it'd really be nice if there were something on our side of town. Right. Because everything to do was north side of Atlanta or, or in the city. So we decided to post a meet and greet. Yeah. And... That just kind of took off. We rented some space that would hold about 25 couples that was attached to a bar. Um, two weeks into advertising it, we had like 80 couples on our guest list. Mm -hmm. So panic ensued. Yes. Um, we ended up having to rent the rest of the bar. And somebody suggested that, you know, we get with a hotel and have somewhere close by for people to stay. Right. Because, you know, we were taking over a bar. So I contacted the first hotel I called was so receptive right great guy he was just, heck yeah you're welcome we would love to have you baseball teams tear up my hotel I'd love to have some swingers he <laughs> 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 had dealt with folks uh, you know in our industry before and and loved the experience okay. so we set up a block of rooms and just as as something funny I threw out on the advertising and said if we happen to sell 20 rooms which was one floor of the hotel right then we're gonna have a free after party right at the hotel and close off the floor privately right sold 52 rooms <laughs> so our first party ended up with 187 couples at the meet and greet nice fire marshal capacity overflowed onto the patio 50 something rooms at the hotel mm -hmm. scared the life out of us <laughs> but the hotel loved it and it just kind of started something with contracted for another date skipped on the bar because we wanted to be able to do BYOB and make things right. a little more affordable for people for the folks and hence we started doing hotel takeovers <laughs> nice so you decided to get in with him to do the hotel takeovers and yeah. create something a new venue basically with us you know Danielle and I have been together 17 years we've been swinging for 15 we've been hosting parties for 14 and kind of by accident as well with us. Um, when we got into the lifestyle, Danielle was 22 years old. Three weeks into the lifestyle, we went to a club. Everybody in the club was 60 years old or older. Had a great time and loved the atmosphere, but she was, you know, can't necessarily play with people that remind me of my dad. So. <laughs> 13, 14 years ago, you didn't find a lot of younger couples no. in the lifestyle. It, no. we have, we've really grown a lot in that aspect. But So we did a house party. Mm -hmm. Tried to find some couples more our age, kind of started from there. Then we started doing hotel takeovers ourselves. Yeah. Did hotel takeovers for a few, few years. And then that progressed into, why not? Let's build a swing club. Build a swing club. Everything great there. 
about two or three years into it, I was like, man, I'd love to go back to doing hotel parties and do both. Mm -hmm. So I created the Couples Escape brand in 2012 and just never could find the right person to help with that because I can run a lot, but I just knew I couldn't take on a whole nother business by myself. Right. So that set in by itself and never really did anything with it. I went as a Cassidy rep to Hedonism two, three years ago. Bobby had been uh, sent by another website to help rep for them, and mm -hmm. that's where we met. Mm -hmm. Got to know each other really good, just had a great time. Got back into the States, he was like, man, think you can come and rep one of my parties and bring promotional stuff? I was like, absolutely. So I went to one of his parties, had a great time. Then he did a co-party with another promoter. I went to it, did the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I just work, watched the guy work. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, he's got great work ethic. And about four parties into it, I pulled him off the side and told him, look, dude, I've been thinking about getting back into the hotel side of the business. Mm -hmm. And everything I see from a work ethic standpoint, I love. And I'm extremely hard on friends and <laughs> who's close to me. If you know what I'm saying. Thank oh, we understand. I mean, if Thank God I'm not that close to somebody, you, Jay, however. Is. And what I mean by that, I mean, you know how the world is. A lot of people are in mm -hmm. this for the wrong reason. Exactly. They're in it thinking they're going to make money or become rich. Right. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. You have to be in this because you love the atmosphere, you love the people, you like helping people develop and grow within the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So I saw that in him, and it worked out, and we did our first... Uh, event under the couple's escape name October going last on year. October of last year and since that we've had seven eight complete takeovers mm -hmm. at this point and our calendar for 2016 is completely 17? full 2017 2017 <laughs> what did I say 16 16, 16. 16. <laughs> yeah. but uh completely full we're already booking dates for uh 2018 and everything's good so well, how do you takeovers are you guys planning on doing a year are you looking to do one every are month you, are you yeah a minimum of one per month and a lot of months we're doing two you know like uh, august we are in dothan alabama and then savannah georgia um then we go to knoxville on 916 gulf breeze florida gulf in november breeze in november jacksonville in december and we're still looking for a, a couple of more dates in october and and potentially in december yeah. um you know, with us being all over the southeast, it's it's really nice because a lot of couples will travel. Yes. You know, if they find a party that they really like, mm -hmm. you know, I know Jamie and I for years we would drive, you know, three states over. Hell, when I met Richard and first went to Hub City, I lived uh, forty five minutes from one of the biggest swing clubs in the southeast, being in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would pass by it and drive eight hours to go to Mississippi to go to Richard's Club. Right. <laughs> you know, so when people find something like that they like, they'll travel. Yeah. So, you know, being all over the southeast, we have a, a following that travels with us. Right. You know, you'll see them at, at every single party, but you also have the opportunity to, to, to give people something to do where there isn't anything, and that's what we look for. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say, why Dothan, Alabama? Yeah, because you know? there's nothing there. There, there's nothing there, and it's centrally located to the Florida Panhandle, to, to southwest Georgia, a mm -hmm. lot of places that just don't have 
have a club, right? You know, or a place to go. So we'll have the the one following that comes everywhere, and then you go into another city, and you're already bringing 20, 30 couples that know and love each other, which creates right. a real good atmosphere for friendships because Positive you know the new folks that come in. They see people that are already mingling. There's no sitting, you know. Yeah, no wallflowers. No wall <laughs> and with everything that I have done with Hub City, it has always been a full weekend with things to do. Mm -hmm. We promote fireworks shows. We promote barbecues. We do canoe trips. We try to offer something to the lifestyle that you don't get by going to a club that opens at nine o'clock, closes at two, where you just meet a few people, you, something may happen, you leave, mm -hmm. you don't know who you even met. Right. We try to put an environment at the club to where they become good friends, they go on vacations together, they take their kids to the beach together. Mm -hmm. It's just promoting a friendship mm -hmm. lifestyle environment. And we're doing the same thing with the hotel takeovers. It's not a hotel party like a lot of people do hotel parties it's one right. night you go to the ballroom you dance you have fun you go to the room do what you do with our stuff i mean we are we're renting yachts we're renting riverboat cruises and we in, are, in northern alabama we've actually contracted with bowling alley and we've got uh, and we did this the last time we were in dothan we went our excursion we, we do a daytime excursion right. where everybody can go somewhere together and build friendships without it being in the nighttime party right. atmosphere. Right. You know, more chance to talk and have fun together without it all being about the sex, really. Right. So the last time we were in Dothan, we had, I cold called a bowling alley and arranged for topless bowling. And it was too much fun. I mean, the people didn't want to leave. We had three hours of the bowling alley closed off mm -hmm. and everybody had such a great time. Next time we go back, the, the bowling alley had such a great time from 7 to 12 on a Friday night. We've got a bowling alley completely to ourselves. Right. And, you know, the people were taking pictures on top of pool tables, playing topless air hockey. I mean, yeah. you know, those kind of things you don't find at, at the average hotel party. Right, exactly. But it's just something fun to do, do together and, and build more friendships on top of the other aspects of the lifestyle. Right. Now, uh, when you guys do this, do you... Like the bowling alley, the hotels and stuff, do you, how do you talk to the staff and let them know what the hell is coming? We have what a, to expect? We have a, a letter that we send to begin with. We have several avenues of contracting venues. No matter what the method we use, they get a letter up front from us that states exactly who we are, what we do, and we give them examples of about four different websites that they can go to with articles they can read and they can research. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, they have to come back to us and say, yes, we have a complete understanding of what you do and what environment this is, and we are all in. Right. Mm -hmm. And if they have any uh, concerns, then we don't do the venue. And at this point, we've, we've had, this, you know, the stereotype of what people think when you call them and say, you know, we're swingers or lifestyle. You know, we really prove something different than the stereotype when we actually go to the venue. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have a stack of reference letters from, you know, venues that we've used, whether it be hotels, bowling alley, bars, restaurants, right. that, you know, have written letters of recommendation for us. Right. So that helps a lot on making a new venue comfortable right. when you're able to provide references 
from we, businesses. Yeah, we learned that yeah, too. <laughs> I, I figured that out. We did two we pub look, crawls before I figured out. Yeah, I need hey, to start yeah, keeping references. Yeah. That way they believe me. And, and this last time. It makes it easier. Yeah, Yeah, this last time was pretty, <laughs> pretty big. So and most of the managers as well on top of the reference letter. I mean, they'll even put their name and phone number and email in mm -hmm. their reference letter. Mm -hmm. yep. And, you know, especially the bars, when we contact bars, they're like, well, what kind of revenue can you bring? Well, here's three reference letters for the last three venues we did call them. And what they get is, oh, yeah, they were here on a Friday night. They were great. When they left, they cleaned up after themselves. Mm -hmm. They were more well-mannered than a normal guest. Mm -hmm. And a Friday night, we usually do 1200 in revenue, and mm -hmm. these guys brought in $4,700 worth mm -hmm. of revenue. So when they hear that, they're like, oh, my God, these yeah. guys are serious. And yeah. that is exactly what happens because our crowd likes to have fun. They like to drink, mm -hmm. and they tip well. What they tip mm -hmm. well, yes. Um, for instance, we did uh, sidelines in Gulf Breeze on a normal basis their bartenders didn't even have tip jars. Right. And when we go in, part of our contract, we negotiate drink prices, cup sizes, and we talk about tips. We bring our own tip jars if they don't have. So the bartenders love us. Right. You know, a, a girl that's working, you know, 40 hours every week, busting her ass in that environment not making but twenty dollars in tips when we leave she made eight hundred dollars in tips right you know and it's a good feeling to see that because i've literally We've seen tears, tears come oh, out of the eyes, eyes. Of the bartender because they yeah. made their months hey yeah in, in one, one night, night because you know we're our people are generous yes and they, they i think they're generous because they like the environment if they were if they didn't like the They're environment yes they they would be like oh, i'm not i'm not even gonna you know uh, you know i'm not even gonna give anything back because it's, i just don't want to be here but the, when you bring it in and like you they want to be there and well, they're having a good time nice too is when you find the manager that is is open-minded and receptive to what we do a lot of times the staff is reflected in the management right mm -hmm. so if you've got a manager that's that's open-minded most of the time they've hired staff that are a reflection of themselves mm -hmm. and we've got a, a venue in savannah at this point we've taken over the complete bar three times and you know she takes me periodically just hey can't wait to see you guys <laughs> she has all her bartenders and waitresses dressed in theme yeah you know just uh and makes it more fun for the people who work there they yes. look forward to when we're going to come back and right. they can have fun again at right. work. yes yeah. what are you doing my phone died Oh, you I had a question thing. on there, so I'm trying to get it to come back to life. Is it a tweeter or is it on your message? Doesn't matter. I'll get it in a second. Did <laughs> well, I while he was talking, you? I was doing that, and then you had to you had to pull it out, and let everybody know I was. Oh, I, that's my job. Because you're just a me bitch. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you were talking last night, and you were talking about negotiating the drink prices and everything. Mm -hmm. I really like that idea. <laughs> well, I think we we always swing on the budget. We we. Well, we spend a lot of money coming to like Naughty and stuff. We don't right. we don't have a lot of money to pay for some right. of these hotel. When we go to hotel takeovers like Austin and stuff, and they got to go to the cash bar, their, their drink prices are outrageous. Right. And they're not pouring heavy, and it's like I just I can't. We can't fucking afford a drink. Yeah. Well, what I do, you know, most people in the swing lifestyle are used to and accustomed to going to either clubs that are BYOB or bar or hotel takeovers mm -hmm. that are BYOB. That's what they like, because it's, it's expensive to do what we do. But when we have a either a hotel or a bar venue where it's cash bar, 
I know just from experience if Crown and Coke is six bucks or six fifty versus nine fifty, mm-hmm. they're gonna sell a tremendous amount more. Because mm-hmm. once you get over about that six fifty, people are gonna start sneaking it in, mm-hmm. going back to rooms, doing that type thing. Right. So, you know, that's just kind of part of I know what sells in our industry and once we tell them that and then using our cup, you know, a lot of times you pay eight bucks for a cup that's two inches tall. We've got, a, cups at a we've got a full-size <laughs> cup with our logo, and but they pour the same. Right. There's still one shot of alcohol in the cup, just a little more ice and a little more mixer. Mm-hmm. That does a few things. Yeah. It makes the guests feel like they're getting more for their money, even though it's basically the, the same, same alcohol. But adding that a little bit more mixture mm-hmm. takes them a little longer to drink it, slows mm-hmm. down the alcohol intake, and it helps everybody involved from, because I mean, if you put a shot in a normal bar glass, mm-hmm. it's 50-50. Yep. And people get to having fun. I mean, it's basically like taking shots. And it's a fairness so, thing too. You know, it's not, you know, our people aren't trying to sneak in alcohol because they're cheap right. or because they want to get away with anything. Right. You know, it's it's fairness. If, right. If, a venue is not charging a fair price, then why would the customer be fair to the venue? Right, exactly. With what we do with the drinks, as long as the customer feels like they're not getting screwed over, right, then they're happy to buy drinks and have a good time. Exactly. So, you know, if the venue doesn't want to work with us on the drink prices and make sure that, you know, their customers are going to be happy, we're not going to be able to use the venue again if the customers aren't happy anyway. No, you're not. So if you want us to come and bring all these people to eat and drink, you're going to have to treat them fairly. Yes. Well, we're not going to work with you because we're not going to work with you one time and mess up our name. Right. And and both yep. of us lose business next time. Right. Yeah. I think we've ran into that a couple of times. We've left yeah. a couple of venues because, for our pub crawls because it was, we had too many, too many complaints and it was just easier to keep it going versus staying at the same place. Yeah. So. Now, uh, when your hotel takeovers, does anybody ever worry about cameras because I'm assuming people are like running around the halls a little naked we, or other stuff or the pool or they on the party floor. floors most of the hotels and we do we look at that we go into the hotel prior to signing contracts and we do mm-hmm. a site inspection we have a very lengthy checklist I mean we check everything I mean all the way down to how many garbage cans they have on premise mm-hmm. um, but one of the things is the camera system and most of the time they are able to turn off certain areas and certain floors. So if we do an after floor party where we're gonna have silliness going on there, yeah. mm-hmm. we'll have that floor turned off. And and even if you can't, you know, technically turn off the cameras because of their system, part of the contract that we work out with the hotel, and not just in the camera aspect, but in general yeah. is a a discretion clause. Right. That you know, the, the staff and management at the hotel will not disclose the nature of the event or the location to anyone besides the group and its leaders, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. They will not disclose the identity of, of any anybody. of the guests. And the, the camera access will not be outside of use for security or emergency purposes. Right. You know, all of that is, is written into a, a very strict contract to where it would be quite costly for one of our venues to violate the privacy of one of our guests. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I just know people sense. worry about all that all the time. So, yeah, see here. And a red solo cup fits real nice over a hotel camera. Absolutely. 
<laughs> yep, done that before. Or duct tape. <laughs> or duct tape. <laughs> well, that's about all the real questions I had. Do you yeah. guys have anything you want to promote coming up? This will probably drop in uh, well, for like one three thing, or four weeks. So We're going to be going to Hub City Select for New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. I can tell you just... <laughs> As far as Hub City Select, the main events that we have coming up, our yearly canoe trip, which is great, gets everybody off-site for six hours of the day. It's a great group event, so that's one of our more popular things of the year. When We've, is that? That one You don't need a, a specific date. September, September 9th. Okay. Then we have our shrimp boil. We do two big cooking events every year. In the spring, we do a crawfish boil, which is usually about 120 couples. And then in the fall, we do a shrimp boil. That's usually about 80 to 90 couples. So the shrimp boil is coming up. It is in September as well. And then Halloween is off the chain at the club. We give away a couples cruise, an Audie and Orleans convention package, a Sea Mountain Inn uh, resort package, a hedonism resort package, and a lot of other stuff. It's usually, we advertise at $2,500 in prizes, and it's usually around $5,000 in prizes. Right. So our Halloween party is so uh, popular that people actually start planning their costumes like a year in advance, mm -hmm. and they keep them top secret. They won't even tell me, I'm like... <laughs> You know, I just I want to know who I'm talking care. to. But, you know, they, they take it very seriously. And then, of course, New Year's. We do have the biggest fireworks show there is in this world. Yeah. My fireworks show at the club is bigger than the city I live in. And based on what I saw in New Orleans, Louisiana last night, it's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. So. Sounds good. Now, as far as... Couples Escape with Hotels. We're in Dothan, Alabama August. on August 12th. And then August 26th, we're in Savannah, Georgia. In Savannah, that's that's one thing I want to mention is, you know, we were talking about the, the topless bowling. So, you know, for an, from an excursion standpoint, from, right. a, from a weekend, um, we've got Dothan, Alabama. We've got topless bowling on Friday night, uh, clothing optional outdoor pool party on Saturday, mm -hmm. and then ballroom party on Saturday night. In Savannah, we've actually contracted with a local burlesque troupe that is going to come in. So we're going to have a Friday night meet and greet and pre-party. Saturday, we're going to have uh, a bar takeover at our normal venue that always closes down. Mm -hmm. And all the bartenders and barmaids are going to be in burlesque theme, and we're going to put on the burlesque show. We've got a real special surprise for later that night back at the hotel that involves that as well. Um, in Knoxville, Tennessee, on September 16th, uh, we're actually doing a renaissance festival. Ooh. The hotel that we contracted with has a beautiful, huge, secluded courtyard. Mm -hmm. So we're going to turn the courtyard, you know, it's fall time, it's renaissance time. We're going to actually have a festival with entertainers and, and a lot oh, of nice. outdoor activities, uh, magicians and uh, fire performers, you know, all, the, all that good stuff. Um, Gulf Breeze, Florida in November. Um, we're having the pre-party at the hotel on Friday night. Saturday, we're loading up two 55-passenger tour buses full of swingers, uh, going down the coast a little bit to get on a 92-foot yacht with clothing optional, topless deck, um, fishing down below, um, bus everybody back to the hotel for the party that night. And then um, in Jacksonville, we've got uh, December 9th, we've got performers and 
and and just an overall weekend of fun for everybody. So so um, they're not all going to remember that, or maybe they can't make something for whatever this season uh, this year. Um, how would they find you guys? That's, I was just about to say <laughs> the best thing you can do for, for with us as as much as we have going on in as many different places is just go to our website couplesescape.com. Spell and it. it's spelled C O U P L E S X C A P E. Okay. Dot com. Yeah. Okay. And for the club, you can go to hubcityselect.com. And that's H U B C I T Y S E L E C T dot com. Good job. All right. So you can find our website, averageswingers.com, and you can. Sign up for Cassidy and get three months. You'll be able to bother Richard like every single day, 24-7. Constantly. So that'd be fun. Just don't bother Bobby though, because Bobby's actually a nice guy. Richard. So go to averagesweekers.com and sign up for Cassidy. Uh, I gotta thank. Oh fuck, the music. I gotta thank the music. I forgot who did our music. Beatsbyjc.com. I think that's about it. So, go do that. How much is done? Most of this shit, anyways. So we'll just do like three intros together. Let's do three outros first. And they're called outros. Don't start with me. I wouldn't. I wasn't gonna so start with you. Let me clear my throat. All right. Um. So remember, life is short. Party naked. Good to know. That locked in three minutes. Luckily, I only ever take two. Especially when it comes to bed. Yeah. Let me finish up this guy real quick. We can start without you. Okay. Their names are David. His name is David. She called him David. Wow, then he told me a different name. What's his name? Oh, you don't know, do you? So why are you arguing with me? Because <laughs> it's not David. Okay. <laughs> God, I can't remember that. I'm going to tell David. her that she doesn't know what her husband's name is. That's good. <laughs> she forgot. I swear it wasn't David, though. We had, one, we had one party. It was like we had three or four different couples that went by, you know, aliases. So like, it's hard to keep up with them. It's like, we're going to start charging you guys for two bubbles. Right. It's like, <laughs> like, there's obviously four of you, so. Split personalities. <laughs> Multiple personalities. Life is short. Paris naked. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>